Hello and welcome to the Canopy Boulder Cannabis Business Podcast, where we talk about the intersection of entrepreneurship and investing in the legal cannabis industry. Every other week, we'll give you our perspective on the latest news in the industry, bring you insightful interviews with entrepreneurs, investors, and industry pros, and also go deeper on topics like launching a business, building a team, pitching investors, and setting a fair valuation. Now, why would we take on such a challenge? Well, since we launched our cannabis-focused business accelerator and venture fund in 2013, we've made over 110 investments into 90 companies in the legal cannabis industry. We want to share our experiences and learning with you. So join us every week as we take a deeper look into the legal cannabis industry and uncover the nuances and subtlety of starting up and investing in cannabis. a little closer please hello perfect okay so let's get started here i'm just gonna pull up my outline So, so you're going to talk a little bit about ClickMJ, but I also just kind of want, we're going to talk a little bit about like the, the problem, what's going on, like why is loyalty important? Like, and, and I want to talk about that stuff more generally than specific to ClickMJ, right? Um, okay. So we're going to get started here in uh, three, two, one. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Canopy Boulder Cannabis Business Podcast. We are continuing our series of interviewing real-life entrepreneurs that are going through the Canopy program right now. Um, And today, I'm really excited because I have Rami with me from ClickMJ. Rami, thanks for joining us. Of course. Thanks for having me. Cool. So, um, Rami, why don't you give us a little bit of a quick overview on ClickMJ and and what it is that you do to give some context to our chat today. For sure. Um, ClickMJ is like a loyalty program to dispensaries. Um, don't want to get too specific on how that is a loyalty program, but I want to tell you about how it works for the dispensary's customers rather than the dispensary itself. Because mm-hmm. obviously that's what matters. If you lose the customer, you lose the sale. So right. uh, we decided to build a mobile application for dispensary customers to follow different dispensaries in order to receive deals, to redeem them and collect points in a very friendly fashion. <coughs> um, we did that because of the gap that is in the market and what is going on with our competition yeah. and other companies that are offering loyalty programs to dispensaries. Right. So what's going on is that they offer it to the, to the dispensary and uh, the dispensary has the means of pushing out specific amount of text messages per week, right, with the deals with deals written inside these texts. Yeah, we've all gotten those texts, yeah. Exactly, so they're not relevant, and it's pretty annoying, you know how, you know how many yeah. you get. Um, so, which is why we created ClickMJ, really, because yeah. the dispensary had almost um, up to 40% of their loyalty members just opting out of that service, Oof. right? They'd get these text messages at the wrong times, um, with the wrong deals, 
So to look at it and be like, what the, you know, yeah. and just opt <laughs> out. And then after that, you lose a loyal customer, not necessarily a loyal customer, but that customer doesn't, doesn't have the ability to see what is going on within their loyalty program, how many points they have, sure. how much they can achieve, uh, you know, for, so it, so trickling back down to click MJ, um, we have it, <coughs> we have it to the dispensary's customer um, and it's so easy to, to, to on their eyes. They know exactly what they're going to get mm -hmm. uh, on their third or fourth or fifth visit. Right. Uh, yeah, so we knew that. And, um, so creating a consistent experience for the consumer at the dispensary that they're loyal to, right? The one that they like to go to. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, I mean, ClickMJ is pretty much like the universal app for uh, different dispensaries. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, how did you get there? I know that you have done some other stuff in the space. Like, what led you to discover this problem? Maybe you can kind of tell us that story. Definitely. Yeah, we definitely did not think about this uh, <coughs> idea as is. Yeah, sure. Um, so we um, in many forms. <laughs> exactly. So we um, we had a different business concept um, about eight months ago, where we were advertising on um, exit bags of dispensaries, and we would put a QR code underneath that. So when the customer would take an exit bag home, uh, the the front page of the, that exit bag would be like a cannabis coupon if you were to scan it, and the other side would be like a food and entertainment coupon. Mm -hmm. <coughs> it's a beautiful business to be in. It was working perfectly. People would scan, but but uh, it was a logistical nightmare. And because of the rules and regulations, exit bags would drop in California or Vegas or whatever, and it was just you know constant heart attacks for us. Um, at that same time, when we were trying to pivot, the dispensary came up to us and was like, "Hey, you have a, a good amount of people on your mobile app right now. Here's this discount and picture. How about you send people the discount through the mobile app?" with a push notification. Yeah. So we agreed to do that and it worked very well. It worked very well that the dispensary told us to remove that ad, that coupon off the mobile application. Oh, wow. That's when I was like, oh shit. <coughs> you know, <laughs> we need to pivot, you know, stop this pilot right now and make sure that the tech could be scalable. Yeah. Uh, so we have to go back uh, go back and rebuild. Yeah. We did that. Uh, we got then we got accepted to you know Canopy Boulder. Mm -hmm. Here we are. We signed up our first customer just last week, so we're pretty happy. You guys are doing great. Yeah, thank you. So, let's talk a little bit about um, the tech because you said you had to kind of go back and rebuild it and stuff, um, which I think leads me into one of my favorite topics, of course, which is team. Mm -hmm. um, so you obviously have an amazing CTO. Mm -hmm. Did you? Was he already part of the team? Did you go find him after you sort of figured out this QR code thing wasn't really the, the play? He was actually there from the beginning. Okay. <clears throat> so, you know, at Click MJ, we, um, we facilitate the distribution of coupons, um, whether it's cannabis or non-cannabis, like food and entertainment coupons, yeah. um, through loyalty programs to dispensary customers. Meaning if a dispensary customer goes to a dispensary and purchases, is gonna get a cannabis coupon as well as a non-cannabis coupon within a 10 mile radius. Yeah. Uh, see, Jeffrey loved that. Okay. Yeah. He's like, oh my God, this goes hand in hand. Jeffrey oh, is your CTO. Jeffrey, sorry, our CTO. Yeah. Our leading CTO. Um, we call him the star of the team. <laughs> 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 but um, he loved it since then. And um, we pivoted a couple times and he just stuck with it. And he has a background in loyalty. He has a huge partners. background in loyalty. He's been in the loyalty space for 12 plus years, yet alone 30 years in technology. And he used to be the general manager for one of Carl Icahn's mm. conglomerate. He was like in charge of four different companies. That's very cool. So what's important for a loyalty program? Like, like what is, 
um, you know, maybe from Jeff's perspective, obviously I'm sure you're very aware of this as well now too, but like what is the thing that makes a loyalty program work? Twofold. First thing, ease of use. Second thing, a conversion rate for the end customer. Okay. So let me give you an example. When you buy plane tickets, you have absolutely no idea how many miles you're getting mm-hmm. in regards to rewards. It doesn't mean much to you. Mm-hmm. You can't calculate it behind your desk. Yeah. Right? Which is, we do the opposite at Quick Games. We make yeah. sure that the user knows exactly how many points they have. Yeah. Not only that, but what they can also achieve with those points if they did the conversion sure. based on the dollar. Okay. Yeah. So that was the first part, the se- and then you said the second part? Yeah, that was actually the, the first part. Is, oh, the second part was ease of use. Ease of use, yeah. Yeah, ease of use. And obviously not being aggressive. Yeah. So can, cannabis customers are getting text messages every single day yeah, just to be reminded, true. hey, come in, redeem this. Hey, um, uh, you know, this is our daily deal, right? This is like marketing 101, right? Yeah. It's like don't bother people that don't want to be bothered, right? Like exactly. figure out how to talk to them based on, you know, in, in the channel they want to be talked to and about the things that they mm-hmm. want to talk about, right? Exactly, exactly. So they end up bothering them, right? Yeah. And they have a, you know, dispensary customers and dispensaries have a very um, nice relationship. Yeah. Right? And that ruins it a little bit. Because the dispensary needs to put in a little bit of thought on how many text messages do we send? What do we right. include within it? Yeah. Right? So, and how many times do we send this? Sure. Um, the, um, the, yeah, back to the ease of use. Ease of use. Yeah. Um, <coughs> so, they're getting it. The, there's a link within that text message that redirects you to like a web page. It's just complicated. You don't get to choose your interests in most of the cases. Mm-hmm. Right? So, the deals that you're getting are not relevant. They have nothing to do with your uh, with your latest order, so. Okay, that makes know. sense. And um, why, maybe in this industry, but maybe as a whole, maybe you can speak to all of it. Why is why is a loyalty program important? Like, what is that? I mean, I think I understand. Basically, I'm a, I'm a loyal member of Southwest, right? And I get points to Southwest, and so I like to buy tickets on Southwest because. I get extra points if mm-hmm. I buy tickets with my mm-hmm. Southwest card. Whatever. Exactly. Um, is that is that the same for cannabis? I mean, does it differ at all because of the space or because of restrictions or anything? It's it's, it's better. Um, so I mean, you need loyalty programs in cannabis because of the amount of times that people buy cannabis. Okay. And the amounts that they do spend. Right. Right. Um, they're spending. You know, most people have a specific amount of their paycheck going to cannabis every single month. So most they, people. I'd say like a lot of people spend yeah. a lot of money. A lot of people spend a lot. A lot yeah. of people spend a lot of money. Yeah. Right. Um, not necessarily, you know. Check, you know. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I don't spend most of my money on cannabis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, just a lot of it. Yeah, right? sure. It's um. It's, it can be a high cost. It can be like a, a big cost. purchase, right? De- definitely yeah. a high cost. And if you're shopping at the same place, you're expecting some sort of um, uh, some sort of a reward in 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 what do you call it? In um, in exchange. Yeah. Sorry. So if I'm going to this place every single day and I'm spending fifty bucks, let's say let's say it's fifty bucks a, a week. Yeah. Um, in order for them to keep me and incentivize me as a customer at their store and not go other to other places that have discounts every you know every Monday or every Tuesday, right? They need to tell me that hey, Rami, we're going to give you these points. These points are going to help you unlock these deals at our dispensary. Sure. You know, it, it incentivizes me to stay within that business. And it grows a relationship. Once you get a customer to be loyal, you could retain them 
over and over again. Mm -hmm. And if a business tries to retain 5% of their customers, they can see a jump in profit of over 50%. Yeah. So it's pretty important. Yeah, that is important. Yeah. Loyal, loyal customers spend three times more than average customers. Mm, that's yeah. Big and number. That's yeah. And the crazy number is 52% uh, and higher. Um, I'm just saying 52% just to be a little bit conservative, but 52% of Americans have loyalty programs. Hmm. So people care. People do use them. People do use them. That's interesting. Um, they just need to have something that is easy to use. Yeah, for sure. So speaking of customers and sort of end users, um, you know, I think something that's interesting about these kinds of businesses is that you very much have a B2B business, right? Business to business business. However, the sell and the the value for your customer is really almost like a B2C, right? So it's mm -hmm. like a B2B2C. Sure. Um, so maybe you can talk to us a little bit about like, what it, how does that work? I mean, how do you distinguish kind of your value? What What is the message that you're giving to dispensaries on understanding their customers and how important is it that you are giving or are thinking about sort of the value to the end customer? For sure. I mean, that's how we sell it. Yeah. Right. We go to the dispensary and we tell them, hey, your text messages, the te text messages are annoying your customers. You're having too many people drop for absolutely no reason mm -hmm. besides that, that method of engagement. Mm. So why don't you use this? It's got two times the conversion rate than your standard, you know, text messages or SMSs. Right, right, right. Yeah. So you're basically saying, hey, this is annoying to your customers. That's, that, that's one point that we make. Okay. A big point, one of our real competitive advantages is that we make the dispensary popular within its community. Because we, we have um, local food and entertainment businesses that want to advertise to the cannabis community. Mm -hmm. Through Click, we, they can advertise and um, it breaks the stigma when it comes to that dispensary uh, joining a new community and, and whatnot. So they're like a valuable member, if you will. And you do that so that the dispensary doesn't have to, right? So like I got a thing today about, I don't know, tickets or something mm -hmm. from some dispensary. Mm -hmm. But I think that's something that the, the dispensary probably had to go out and Correct. obtain and create and do Correct. all of that. So it's like just extra work for them. Correct. There are also other people that are doing... Um, you know, mixing two industries together. Yeah. Um, but it's not just, it's not feasible to the dispensary. What they're doing is that yeah. they buy tickets in bulk um, from, from like a movie theater and they go offer it to dispensaries at a cheaper price and um, they start, you know, giving it out. So, right. But it's just not, you know, it's not the way to do things, especially when you have such a huge problem on hand. Sure. And I mean, I think, uh, you know, re the retail side of things in general is more complicated. I mean, um, you know, they get hit the hardest with 280E. They, um, you know, have such a limited advertising opportunities. Um, how, maybe you can talk a little bit about the, the trickiness of getting in front of these people, right? I mean, I think retail is like almost constantly inundated with like new technology. And sometimes it's hard to know why that technology is actually relevant mm -hmm. um, or make the time or the budget for something like that. So, you know, what do you think, how do you approach that situation? Timing. Timing. Right? Um, that's basically what it all boils down yeah. to. Um, the problem has been here, it's apparent. Um, there are local food and entertainment businesses that want to advertise to the cannabis community, but they couldn't because of legalities. Mm -hmm. So um, the timing is great. When we go in and walk and speak to a dispensary owner or a decision maker, <coughs> they know exactly what we're talking about. 
They're not double questioning the business concept. Mm -hmm. They're asking about price and other things and details. How do I swap this database into yours, for example? But um, overall, it's apparent, and it's apparent to the dispensary, their customers, and the local businesses around that dispensary. Interesting. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Um, okay, so that's a lot, I think, on on the business and the industry. I'd like to know a little bit more about your journey, maybe as an entrepreneur, your team's journey as, a, as an entrepreneur. Um, do you, if you had to say like a lesson that you think you've learned that all entrepreneurs should know, do you have any thoughts on sort of like what's been really valuable for you in this process? And I don't necessarily mean just at Cannabis Boulder, just like as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, many people say this, but I'll say it again. It's definitely dedication and persistence, mm. right? Um, uh, people are going to tell you your idea is stupid or whatever you're doing is stupid. The way you work out is stupid. This is stupid, <laughs> you know? But, um, you know, exactly. Um, but you'll be stupid to actually follow their people's opinion. You know, you obviously need to resonate and see, make sure that what you're doing is right. Um, but once you do make sure that it is right, you don't stop. Mm -hmm. So speaking of knowing it's right, um, you know, testing the market is obviously mm -hmm. a thing, and you guys have done a good job of that. So what does that look like? Like what, like practically, how did you go out there and figure out some of these things that you've talked about? The consumers are annoyed with all these, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. The mm -hmm. loyalty programs are three times more effective. Like, how did you do that? So um, for the consumers, we had surveys all around the coast in California, Santa okay. Monica, Huntington Beach, Venice Beach, Marina del Rey, just asking people um, unbiased questions about um, how they're receiving their deals from dispensaries. Mm -hmm. And we obviously figured out, we, it's not like we didn't know, but we, you know, we just needed to get the data. Yeah, um, but you want them to tell you. Exactly, yeah. and they did tell us, which was great. Um, that validated it. At the end of the day, you always need validation before you move. Um, and for dispensaries, was, you know, calling different dispensaries, crunching it up, it was a whole bus different business idea back then. Mm -hmm. um, it was pretty. It was a cool idea because we'd give those exit bags to dispensaries free of charge, and we'd make our money from the advertising on the bags. Oh wow! Yeah, and those bags were pretty expensive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was a it was an easy in to, yeah. to the dispensary. So we tested it. We had a pilot in Las Vegas. We are from California, but we just wanted to launch it in Vegas so we don't get so it doesn't catch on fire real quick. Yeah. We just wanted to prove the concept. Um, the pilot ran for about a month and a half. We had uh, almost a thousand users on the app with a lot of cannabis coupon redemptions and food and entertainment redemptions. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Funny enough, we had a restaurant give us a call and tell us, hey, remove my coupon off your mobile application. I'm having too many people come in here and redeem a free dessert with an order <laughs> of 10 bucks. <laughs> so, um, it's a good problem to have. It's a good problem to have. So at that point, we shut the pilot down. Um, went back to California, um, you know, we built the tech, and here we are, Canopy Boulder in Boulder, Colorado. In Boulder, Colorado. Usually warm and sunny Boulder, Colorado that has yeah. been disgusting for the last yeah, week. Yeah, that's, that's what they say. Yeah, that's what they <laughs> say. <laughs> so, um, speaking of Boulder, Colorado, I'm curious what was appealing to you about an accelerator program? For sure. Um, I knew that. My team and I do have the experience, but um, with the timing being so perfect, we needed to have some. We needed to have some serious backing. We needed to go into the market, 
you know, integrate to all the point of sale systems at dispensaries and just accelerate the procedure. And which is exactly what we what we wanted. We moved here on, you know, you know how it is, three weeks notice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <crazy>. Really? That <laughs> was <Yeah>. quick. <laughs> really quick. Um how's it how's it been? How's it going for you? Boulder's nice. I like it. Um, you know, you up and coming to work um, with our marketing director on our bikes. <laughs> every nice. single day and going back so it's different than California driving all the time yeah um, you know trying to stay active um, obviously the nature is a big thing here yeah and I see why people move out to Boulder yeah I know people come here and then they don't leave I had uh, one of the other cohort members today was like my wife's coming to visit and I'm hoping that she won't leave <laughs> I'm like oh, yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> like we're moving here now um yeah. So in ter- like in terms of your expectations and coming to Cannabis Boulder, I mean, do you feel like this is what you thought it was going to be? It's exactly what I thought it was going to be and more. Yeah, um, it's Within great. the past month, we've had s- so much success. Yeah. It's crazy. And it's obviously, um, you know, the team at Canopy's is awesome. Uh, Patrick, uh, Patrick Gray, Bob Goodman, and Celia yourself, you know, of course, um, as well as Carmen. It's, um, you know, you guys are out here to help us. And that's exactly what we wanted, you know. Yeah. You're pushing us in the right directions. You're giving us good advice. Uh, can't complain. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so let's wrap it up. But I, before I wrap it up, I like to ask, like, kind of what's um, what's next for you guys? Like, what's the priority? What What's the big vision? Priority is uh, launching uh, in the West Coast okay. as soon as possible. So that's going to happen within the next four months. Cool. Um then uh, nationwide east coast as well as moving to canada okay the vision is having um uber eats um grubhub doordash lyft and all the local businesses on our platform Hmm. because um you know the cannabis cannabis consumer has been in the dark for so long because of the way legality legalities have played out Mm -hmm. but now that it's legal to advertise you know they're a huge segment of, of the market so you know I'm pretty sure this big companies and local businesses would love to advertise uh, to the campus community I mean they deserve it yeah yeah absolutely well that's awesome um, thank you so much for chatting with me today about your experience and hookup day these guys are so busy so I appreciate um, you taking the time thank you for having us yeah um, so that's it for the podcast today Make sure you write us a review and rate us um, and tell us what you think and tell us what content you want to hear. We'll try to get it for you. Um, So that's all, and uh, we will see you next time. Thanks. Now for the disclaimers. Please do not take any information from the Canopy Boulder podcast or its guests as investment advice. Be sure to contact your licensed financial advisor before making any investment decisions. So thank you for listening and please join us for another Canopy Boulder podcast episode coming to you soon.